You are listening to Get With IT, a podcast by IT Ops Times. I'm Jacob Lukowitz, multimedia editor at IT Ops Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about what are the most important elements of an effective security control strategy for software delivery. With me today is Gopal Domedy, CEO of OpsMX, which simplifies and automates software delivery. Hi, Gopal. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Good morning, Jacob. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. Well, to start off, what are you seeing are some of the, the most important elements um, to have an effective security control strategy? Yeah. So, Jacob, if you if you think about um, software today, there is, uh, I think about them as three sort of distinct phases. There's a, de- there's a development, there is sort of delivery, which kind of takes post-code to testing, staging, scanning for security vulnerability, and then do deployments. Deployments are also get complicated. And then you have the third phase, which is in production. And right? mm-hmm. um, if, if you think about a security strategy, right, we need to make sure that ultimately we need to make sure that what goes into production or what gets shipped is the right code with the right dependencies, with the right configuration, right security, right people have touched it, you know, et cetera. Right? So what mm-hmm. goes into production is most important is important and how it got along the way will determine what went and we also need to make sure that what is in production stays the same way and okay. right. um, so so the, the the sort of the most important if you can think of uh uh, the controls you know how do you uh, along this way there in as as it gets to production there are lots of these steps uh, so how do you first principle is can we get an end to end view of the, all the things that happen from a security point of view all the scannings there are lots of stuff that happens and the mm-hmm. second uh, is around do you have the right gate or gates at the at the right uh, places um, and the third is that at speed and scale uh, are you able to remediate and take actions and exceptions um, and so, so those are the three sort of pillars of this uh, should be the control strategy mm-hmm. the fourth uh, is around implementation like today most since it's such a as as scale and complexity increases uh, it, it's uh, it's it's uh, uh, most of it is like a lot of honor system that goes into saying, "Hey, have you done this?" versus "Have you done that?" Or sometimes going back and checking on the honor system, saying, "Okay, has this can been done? Is everything okay?" Uh, I think at this speed and scale, speed and scale, um, if we don't have more than an honor system, um, uh, it could uh, sort of be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you an example, uh, some of our customers uh, have uh, 24,000 pipelines uh, doing 10 million deployments a year. At, at that scale, you know, what's an honor system look like? But you also can't fully lock the whole process mm-hmm. because it is 24,000 pay- pipelines, 200 million developers, right? So I think, yeah, so those are the three, uh, uh, I mean, the four pillars. One is the end-to-end 
scanning uh, you have end to end view rather than a point view of at at e point checking then there's a gates you need to make sure there are gates then you need to make sure there's remediation uh, exceptions and then it just cannot be an honor system you have to have mm-hmm. a system in which um, this whole scale and complexity is is captured i see very interesting so are you seeing that uh, a lot of organizations are using those four pillars in tandem or are struggling along some of the points yeah i think if you think about how we got here uh, every organ- the you know organizations maturity or or adoption uh, uh, security seriousness is at a, a different spectrum right mm-hmm. um um i think uh, uh, when uh, uh, because uh, people have gotten very good at started using the tools earlier there were these very uh, secret scanning there's a tool for sca for sas das there different sort of tools now uh, most of these there are open source versions of these tools they kind of tools have matured so people are in that end to end scanning maybe not end to end they are pretty good at they're getting better at having these uh, checks or scans in place mm-hmm. um they have that um uh, but not many people are uh, the, uh, not many enterprises are uh, having the gates fully automated uh, they still have a lot of manual gates for example this this company that i told you uh, very uh, you know um, large fortune 10 company the one that has 20000 24000 gates so they have about a five for every every process every pipeline they have a five five sort of manual gates so uh, and and that the second pillar is not as fully automated uh, or or uh, you know systematized and when you don't have that second pillar the third pillar of remediating taking actions and exceptions in a more uniform fashion sort of goes away um and uh, people have uh, getting slightly better at going away from the honor system uh to to some sort of a gates inserted uh, but i think uh, we have some work to a lot of work to be done um, mm-hmm. to to uh, you know achieve um, uh, maturity in all the four pillars i mean you mm-hmm. you kind of need all the four pillars to have uh, security at scale and speed i see and what are some of the risks in the software delivery process that um, people need to be worried about the most or need to pay attention to the most yeah so uh, you know the risks uh, the 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 final risks uh, that uh, that one obviously we we are very similar to before um you need to get the right code right dependencies uh, you know um, configuration people can erroneously or or maliciously uh, at speed i mean i guess the biggest risk is that now at the speed and scale any small error malicious uh, or or uh, erroneously can quickly go into production and and bring down the system uh, like um, uh, instantaneously Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you an example, um, recently uh, uh, one of the very large customers, uh, you know, um, uh, they, uh, I mean, Fortune Hundred, uh, somebody uh, uh, mistagged uh, uh, an artifact from production to, uh, sorry, uh, as test to production, just mistagged it. Mm-hmm. 
and it just went into production and brought the whole system down for eight hours i mean you know uh -huh. the cost of that is probably in the tens of millions of dollars for for that company right yeah um so so i, I think uh, uh i think the if you think about in the delivery process now because you instead of having you know, 50,000 SREs doing deployments, you, you're having 200 million developers somehow involved in the process. This, the mm -hmm. number of people that need to be sophisticated enough to do deployments uh, is is there. And then the scale of, of, of these releases, pipelines has increased significantly. I mean, imagine like 10 million deployments by even, a, uh, you know, one-tenth of that company. It's mm -hmm. just the scale uh, ha has increased. So when you have this this scale and and speed um you know uh that we need to uh um the the even this so all these all these there are too many places in the delivery chain that could be exposed as as a, you know potential attack surface and mm -hmm. you know security is as as strong as its weakest link Mm -hmm. uh, and so, um, uh, uh, and most people are recognizing it actually that that this delivery part and deployment part uh, is where you can you can um, start having problems uh, in the delivery process. I see. Yeah, it's very interesting. So it almost seems as if uh, a lot of these points have to be automated, so that even like a you know a tiny mismanagement or something can't be can't set the whole whole system down. So. Are you seeing that that's that's how the the volume and complexity of software de uh, deployments has affected their security? Like has pushed more towards automation. I mean, I uh, you know, Jacob, we we have to right. I think mm -hmm. the the automation is is especially for security um, important, not just from a, a, a in a speed point of view. I mean, at speed, how can you? How can you deliver with so many moving parts and so many checks to be done, right? Um, uh, so uh, the, it has to be done. Um, I think the the way. Uh, I mean, this is a, a, a critical challenge. Um, uh, how can we, you know, quickly automate and still get secure? Security is not something that we can compromise and say, "Hey, we'll get to it two years from now." Mm -hmm. And you need to get to it today because it's got reputational business risk. Um, so uh, the question is, how can you automate without fully forklifting your entire delivery process, mm -hmm. reinventing your delivery process? Because I mean, it's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. Delivery process is, is is a lot of lot of people involved, lot of silos, lot of different teams. You have you have the dev, you have the QA, you have the you know uh, staging, you have the uh, security teams. Um, uh, and the SREs, they all need to be aligned, right? You mm -hmm. can't just um, quickly change the process. It's a people process problem, for which we we think of a sort of a, uh, I mean, the way we think is that somebody, there needs to be a layer that comes in and works uh, on top of an existing delivery process itself. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, hey, you, to, to get security, you can, you need to completely transform your delivery process, mm -hmm. but fully automating. Right. Uh, you have to, yeah, so you have to go away from the honor system, but still not fully reinvent your delivery process. Because mm -hmm. the delivery process will take you too much time to reinvent. 
Right. Absolutely. Great. So uh, moving on to the, the next part, what are some of the, the new capabilities within OpsMX intelligent uh, software delivery and how do they work together with uh, to add security controls? We all we, we need to automate uh, the approvals and security controls. Uh, that's mm-hmm. obvious for because of the scale and speed. In order to do that, you need an end-to-end view, a comprehensive view, because if you miss any part, that's where the security vulnerability or attack can surface from, right? So, so, um, uh, and um, the most important uh, I said is that the teams do not have years to get to security. They need to get to security now. Yeah. Right. So I think for, from an OpsMX point of view, the first uh, sort of a feature that we have is what we call synthesizing your entire process flow, right? Uh, looking at all the data from all the pieces of uh, um, uh, so, so this, uh, tools that you have, the, the be it the CICD tools, the build tools, deploy tools like Jenkins or Argo, Spinnaker, or the security scanning tools like SCA, Sneak, or uh, you know the container scanning, image scanning, uh, secret scanning tools. You you kind of look at all of that and synthesize what is the way in which this this code with the dependencies made it to production. What we call the synthesis. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the, the the foundational piece of understanding how something went to here, and we do that without needing to be a part of your pipeline we think of it as we come in on the top we realize it right uh, i think that then the second piece is taking all the data from these tools in your process that we just synthesized mm-hmm. can we assess give you an, a security assessment of of the entire what is going to make it into production Mm-hmm. Right, yes. um, uh, because there's so much data, so many tools. I mean, and on average, there are about at least ten, fifteen tools in a in a process. Right, um, and to just to make sure that uh, you know, how do you assess the risk levels um, and make it machine decisionable, but more importantly, also human understandable, because you otherwise mm-hmm. you'll have an alert fatigue. Right. Uh, so the, what we call the assessment of the release. The third is taking that assessment. Can we, uh, you know, apply gates policy for compliance controls, uh, risk assessment, just uh, just to pol- policy approvals and alerting. Mm-hmm. You you uh, we auto we, that's the uh, sort of the the set of features. And once that's sort of done, uh, things go into production and to be able to attest this entire synthesized flow, like, hey, this one went into production Mm -hmm. uh, and this is all the, not just uh, what is in the code and dependencies, but all the sets of actions and approvals and, uh, you know, things that happened on the way, all the way here. Um, uh, So attest so that you you can trace back and understand uh, how uh, um, it got there. And sometimes for some of our customers, this is what a customer of ours 
who um, has to deploy into all the financials uh, like JP Morgan's or the Bank of America's, they need to deploy uh, and they're very core part of the infrastructure. And now the their customers need to say that how it is delivered, they need proof. So attestation of that uh, is the, the, the fourth. And the fifth is just doing this once it goes into production, the continuously sort of making sure that there's new, no, nothing else sort of has been uh, new vulnerability has not been discovered by the open source community and it somehow is still in your production environment, for example. So mm-hmm. this is, uh, these are all the capable, these are the, f- like the four pillars of capabilities or four or five pillars of capabilities that OpsMX is bringing to, um, secure your delivery. Um, I think the, this, the, the way we approach the problem is that, you know, we should be able to do it without you needing to forklift uh, or or transform your entire delivery chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's easy to say, hey, I am going to rip and replace everything. Uh, um, who's going to want to do it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it, I mean, yeah, if you even if you have the will, right, it, it's, it's, it, it's a lot of money, more people, just time, right? Just, just yeah. not feasible. Right? Um, it's not practical. So uh, that's our core uh, sort of, so we are a pl- layer that can come in and, and solve, uh, solve this problem. All right. Very cool stuff. So one of the points that you, uh, you said, um, there seems to be, I've been hearing this a lot from people that I've been talking to is that there seems to be a, a tool sprawl in the security field, um, just to cover all the, the different attack surfaces. So do you see that that's the next move for security to have kind of a, a unified or more unified solution to be able to handle all of that? Yeah, um, I think the tool sprawl is a real problem, right? Um, uh, and, and, you know everything evolves like that when you have a when you have a security you start having a tool sprawl people kind of doing best of breed for each of the problems right mm-hmm. um, i think in security you just i don't think you can you can combine all these tools together you just cannot because they are used at different places in the delivery they have different functions mm-hmm. so i think some of these tools will consolidate but there will be still a best of breed of each uh just because some are in earlier in the cycle and some are later in the cycle right i think the way to solve the tool sprawl is um uh, is to uh, make it a data-driven security and and bring all the data from those tools tools that are required um and um uh, you know bring a more comprehensive visibility and assessment mm-hmm. is the what we think is the way to solve the, more like a platform approach mm-hmm. rather than a, a unified one tool approach okay Great. Thank you so much for your insight today. Is there anything else that our audience should come away with, um, whether about security and software delivery or OpsMX? Um, you know, uh, I think uh, uh, the the good. Uh, you know, if I if I look back at our customers last one year, there's so much of awareness of security, uh, and uh, and uh, even I did not realize how much of the attack surface there is 
just just sheer details you know you can spoof the build server i mean even things like that that i i never it, didn't, it wasn't in my realm of consciousness right mm-hmm. so i think the the one thing that i will t- leave away is that you know this is an area that is important and it is kind of the weak link in the security that we all have to start shining light on so that we all as an industry solve that problem otherwise the delivery will get sort of bottlenecked and there's a friction uh, I, I think but but you know thank you for giving me the time to to kind of share this view of course it's great to have you on well looks like that's all the time we have for today's show and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform 